Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Hayes FM in the city of Mississauga. You know what? It's elections, so we have to talk about candidates, uh, in particular, Steve Mahoney, who is a candidate in the mayor election. Steve, thank you again so much for coming to the show. I've, le- I've learned so much about you. Just listening to all of the comments that you've made and your wealth of experience has really opened to my eyes. I mean, you're bringing a lot of great benefits well, Linda, I want to thank campaign. you for uh, for inviting me on. It's fun to be on your show and uh, thank you. have a wide-ranging topic uh, discussion about many things from family to kids' sports to politics <laughs> to city building to all of that. And I have had a lot of experience, and I think, frankly, that's probably the most important thing going forward in the in the uh, uh, selection of a new mayor. So I was uh, 10 years, just under 10 years on city council. I was uh, elected as a a provincial uh, MPP uh, for eight years, where I served um, uh, in varying different capacities. I was the small business advocate for the province of Ontario. I was chair of the finance uh, committee at the uh, at the province of Ontario, uh, and I was the chief whip for five years in opposition to Bob Ray and that gang that were elected. I uh, like that name. In I, I like chief whip. Chief I like whip. that. I'm gonna. Can I copy that one? I Absolutely. have to copy that. Yeah, because you know what that spells out to me is that you're not afraid to take on an issue. Well, I, I mean, it it really is, and step forward and mm-hmm. speak your mind. Yeah, I've never been shy about doing that. But the nope. thing about about being a chief whip is that it teaches you that you've got to build consensus within a political organization. And I think that is so crucial when dealing with the council at the city of Mississauga, that we've got, we're going to have uh, 11 plus the mayor. So you've got 12 A-type personalities, all with their own issues, all with their own concerns, all with their own ratepayer group. Um, and it's going to take a mayor who can bring these people together to deal with some of the more contentious issues that we're going to have to deal with going forward. Absolutely. We have had the luxury of having one person carry the ball, frankly, for 36 years. And that's been Hazel. And we've all been happy with that. But she's not going to be there anymore. So it's my view that the new mayor has got to be able to build a consensus. And when I go to Queen's Park or Ottawa, I want to take members of my council with me so that I can Mm -hmm. say to the minister or the premier or the prime minister, whoever we're meeting, we are here collectively representing close to 800,000 people. We are united. We speak as one voice. And we need your help to build transit, to build infrastructure, to repair our decaying buildings wherever Mm -hmm. that's needed. And, you know, we represent five federal slash provincial ridings in our one city. So please, pay attention to us, and let's work together to get some of these done for the benefit of the taxpayer. Well, you know, team efforts. I mean, if you really, if you break it down, there's so many things that cannot work without a team effort. I mean, honestly, if somebody tomorrow wanted to be a police officer, for instance, the first question they're going to ask is whether or not they're able to work within a team. And these are the the these are the people that are protecting us and our families and our city. So, you know, when you're looking at the candidacy for a mayor, I think that having that vision of a team effort is extremely important because you do have to work together. Last thing you want to do is see a lot of controversy going on at city council because it may be a step forward, step back, two steps type of oh, and we have you know seen, situation, and that's not good. No, we, we have, have to move uh, forward. And Linda, we've seen some of those problems, and we see the acrimony at Toronto Council. Well, exactly. Uh, you know, they're on no. again, off again for transit, subways, LRTs, whatever, and frankly, they wind up in gridlock. Um, while we've seen some uh, problems in the past that uh, the mayor has been put through uh, at council, 
and there has been a split in the past. I really firmly believe, because I've met with every single counselor, I really believe that I will have success in bringing together the vast majority of the members of council, if not all. In fact, five of them have openly endorsed me to be the next mayor. Excellent. And another four are still considering it, but are very, let me just say, leaning toward that decision. We'll see what happens. That fact really says a lot about the race. I think gives me hope that I can build a consensus. I, you know, can I make a statement? Sure. I was thinking about something as you're speaking. When I came into the city in 1976, 79, so much development, so much construction. I mean, going from 150,000 people up to the over 800,000 people that we have today. We're all in building years. So, you know, with Mayor Hazel being at the forefront, we were running through a building years of developing Mississauga. Now we're almost, in my eyes, and you can add to it, are we not in a bit of a fine-tuning to clear up certain things and, and redefine certain things because... You know, with the introduction of technology over the last few years and where we're moving forward and changes, our immigration, our populations, our multiculturalism, there's just so many things that all have to be adapted a certain way within our city in order for us to move clearly forward, conscientious of monies, of course, but be able to do that in a cohesive, united platform of working together and therefore listening to each other. Yeah, as well. I, you know, I, I don't know if I'd call it fine-tuning, but I take your point. I think the reality is that uh, we've got a lot of infill when we talk about physical development. And infill leads to problems because people get nervous that no one wants an apartment building in their backyard. So we need to go forward respecting our existing communities, and I certainly intend to do that. But at the same time, we do have growth potential uh, in our city core. Think of that city court 20 years ago. Think of it when you arrived in Mississauga. It was non-existent. Absolutely. Uh, look at it today and then let your mind go and think about it 20 years from now. We have the potential to build a very exciting downtown core, and it's happening right as we speak. So I'm going to be focusing on that as the mayor. But I also think that we live in a digital world. You know, our young people today with, with Sheridan College, by the way, and there's 3,500 students in the current campus in Mississauga. They're building another phase, which will be complete in two years. Uh, they bring a vibrancy to that downtown core uh, that we've just not seen before. We have 60,000 people every day go through the transit hub at Square One. It's remarkable. Yeah, and the Hayes FM numbers. is at square one. There We're actually go. in the transit. <laughs> well, fantastic. And, it's wonderful. And, um, and I think that we need Wi-Fi all over the city. We need it available to our citizens. I know it is available in many of our community centers, mm -hmm. our libraries, our transit system, but we need to expand it even more. We need to embrace the digital age. One of my pledges, I'm letting a cat out of the bag here, is that I intend to hire in the mayor's office a digital officer who is going to be responsible for taking that issue and running with it with the IT department, to work directly with the IT department, to partner as the city has done with Sheridan College, but to partner with other people across the city. It's a new world out there. People are going to be able to work from home, Mm -hmm. uh, and wouldn't that help the traffic congestion if people could actually work from home on their computers? We're talking on the Internet right now as we speak. Absolutely. And we don't need a great big cumbersome radio station. We've got a laptop and a microphone and away we go. Oh, I totally, you know, I've uh, in the last five months, I've actually seen Panama City, uh, Dubai, 
and also China. And what I see and the development and just how things are operating, I mean, bringing them here into Mississauga is incredibly exciting. And it's needed. It's the time. There's no question. It is the time. When when you mention these other countries, we have an incredible influx of foreign students at both UTM UTM and Sheridan College. Mm -hmm. The importance of, of the foreign students is, by the way, they pay a higher tuition, so it helps the college and the university uh, with the revenue revenue stream. Uh, but these are young people who are going to stay here, who want to live here, who want to build families here. We have a huge diaspora. We have people from all over the world in Mississauga. We need to work with them to help make this city more global, to expand our reach through the use of of the connections that these people bring us to India, to China, to Pakistan, to to Italy, to Portugal, to all around the world, and to make the contacts that we need so that we can attract business to come here. We have 54,000 businesses in Mississauga. I want to do everything I can to help them thrive and grow and create more jobs in any way. And if we can help by making this city uh, more technologically smart, a smart community where people can actually work from home, uh, work from the transit system, then I just think that makes enormous sense. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to make that happen. Well, I think your vision is really outstanding, Steve. I mean, we're, there's no question. I mean, 2014, just where everything has been developing, uh, in the last few years. Uh, I mean, I remember when they, uh, they had the shovel to the ground when the Marilyn Monroe Towers, the absolute towers, uh, were yeah. under construction. And then, of course, winning that amazing award. Right. When you think about how many condominiums there are all across the world, and Mississauga was on the forefront of the architectural. I mean, that alone takes huge steps forward just because of recognition. Yeah, no question. And uh, that, that took some uh, courage. Uh, I tremendous, think, yes. Uh, by the developer uh, and by the city to approve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need more thinking like that. So I want to just tell you a little brief Probably story. proactive. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> so a, little, a little brief story about the former Rubbermaid uh, uh, location on Stanfield Road in Dundas. Oh, right. They've, gone, they've moved, okay? Mm-hmm. So that, that business is no longer there. The person that bought it wants to, ex- wants to develop it into a major Chinatown, which is attached right to the Chinese mall right next door, mm-hmm. expand it and make it a, a Chinatown that will rival Toronto's Chinatown. And it also includes some high-rise development on Dundas. What they're being told is that these are employment lands, and we can't approve the residential component because it would take away from our employment lands. Well, I got a message for you. The employment's left there, and if we develop a Chinatown, that's going to create employment. And if we allow the residential condos or rental apartments, by the way, we have a huge shortage of affordable rental accommodation in the city. So if we allow these high-rises to be built on Dundas Street, for goodness sakes, where else could you build them? That's going to improve our transit system because we will have more riders. And if we have more riders, we're going to generate more money from the, from the uh, fare box, and we're going to be able to expand our service. So this is where the kind of flexible thinking needs to take place uh, in the planning department, and they're going to get that kind of leadership from me in the mayor's office. And many of the builders, developers right now are very keen. I'm actually sitting on the intensification study for the... uh, 
Council, Consumers Council of Canada, yeah. just to take a look at that because it's important. What you're saying, Steve, is very important. I mean, we do not have enough affordable housing apartments, you know, but either way, I mean, apartments and condominiums, uh, I think that whole sector, because there really isn't anything going on over there, it would actually look beautiful. You know, a, a lot of... I can see that. That's my real estate side that's stepping yeah, well, in for a, a bu- moment. <laughs> you're a busy lady. You're on lots of different you know, committees. No, Well, you know, it's funny because just uh, when you talk about different areas, uh, you know, the radar goes off because I sometimes I feel like a taxi cab driver. I know all the different areas of the city and who's who's developed what and, and what kind of density there is. And that yeah. area right there, that would be a phenomenal platform for that kind. So that's actually something I would certainly endorse. Got to take a break. Yep. I'd uh, like to say to the audience, I hope you're tuning into this show today because I'm having a wonderful chat with Steve Mahoney, and he is a candidate for the position of mayor of the city of Mississauga. I think sometimes with many of our politicians, we can read a lot of things. We may be able to go to a, you know a quick 10-minute breakfast outing of some sort and hear about different platforms. But today we've got one full hour of information so you can get a really solid idea and uh, understand where Mr. Mahoney is coming from. And certainly there's no question in my mind that uh, he is incredibly enthusiastic to make some major changes and uh, be a, a, an excellent mayor candidate. So hang tight and listen to Linda Pinazzato at the Hayes FM here in Mississauga. Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Hayes FM here in Mississauga. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there and that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues, you'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FN, you have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. Now, also remember, register yourself. If you're a condo owner or condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also, if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received, and I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at C-O-A-Ontario.com or Linda at LindaPinizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day, and thank you so much for tuning in. Oh. My computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com